Do you ever feel like there are certain blocks and limitations in your life that you would love to overcome, but which just feel impossible at the moment? Areas where you might like to do things differently, but you feel like there are just too many hurdles in the way right now to allow you to do them. Well, if that's the case, it could well be because right now you are fighting for your limitations. So let's dive into this together to help you to find some clarity around those blocks, get you unstuck and get you moving towards your goals. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Hello, a big welcome back to the podcast this week. Great to have you here for another episode. And I want to talk today about something that's been on my mind a little bit recently, because this is something that we can all get trapped in and which can keep us feeling really stuck in terms of getting the results we want in the gym, but also getting the results that we want in life as well. So I think, you know, like a lot of things that I talk about, they don't just apply to fitness and wellness. They apply to all areas of our lives, actually. But of course, I'm going to relate this mostly to the fitness side of things today. And what I'm talking about is arguing for your limitations. And if you've got no idea what I mean, then I promise it's all about to become clear. And I hope that today you're going to get a few little aha moments going along the way, a few little like, oh, that's why I feel the way that I do about that thing. So all I'm going to ask you to do as we start this episode is to be open because this is something that can make us feel maybe a bit defensive sometimes. You know, we, we kind of go, but this is true and this is the way that it is for me. And we can be quite defensive. So what I want you to do is open yourself up. Okay. Be very open to this and to sort of changing the way that you think about things in order to get closer to the results that you want. Because the truth is that that arguing for our limitations is something that all of us do. Okay. We probably do it in different areas. We do it about different things, but it is definitely, definitely something that I know that all of us are guilty of. It is part of the human condition. It is part of the way that we operate. So allow yourself to be honest about this one because we all argue for our limitations. So if you are recognising ways that you do that, then you're not alone, right? Because we all do it. I do it. You do it. Every, you know, Even the most successful people in the world probably argue for their limitations in one way or another. So when you do that, when you open yourself up to it, then it gives you some real possibilities for moving beyond that and for getting the things that you want in life and in your fitness and your wellness as well. So what is this thing that I'm on about? Well, we all set certain limitations for ourselves in our lives, right? Often it's subconscious. Often this is about the stories that we tell ourselves. And these stories are the things that keep us stuck and keep us doing the same things over and over and over again, taking the same actions over and over and over again. And sometimes hoping that the result that we get is going to change, that we can keep taking the same actions and doing things in the same way, 
but that we will eventually get something different out of it or something is magically going to change. But when we're talking about these limitations, we actually have to get really conscious about them. We have to get really conscious about what these limitations are for us so that we can then go beyond them and we can start to get unstuck. So when I'm talking about these limitations, when it comes to fitness, for example, they might include things like, I don't have the time to work out. So I've got too much on in my life. I've got too much to do. I'm always rushing around here, there and everywhere. You know, I've got my work, I've got my kids, I've got all of these other things going on. I'm just too busy trying to keep on top of everything. I don't have the time. So that might be limitation number one. Limitation number two might be, I hate exercise. I've always hated exercise. I hated it at school. I've tried going to various classes and I just don't like them. I hate the way that it makes me feel. I hate being out of breath. I just don't like exercise. Another one might be, and this is one I hear quite often actually, I need to go to an exercise class to stay motivated. Otherwise, I just won't do it. Um, and, that, and we're even doing that to ourselves when we're like, however, I can't really go to an exercise class at the moment because my husband doesn't get back in time from work. And so I'm still there with the kids at home. And so I can't make it to the class, but I know that it's the only way that I'm going to stay motivated. And so we close ourselves up, off to other possibilities on that one. Another one might be, and again, I hear this a lot, I can't do press-ups. My upper body is really weak. My upper body's always been really weak. I just can't do press-ups. And another one might be, ah, it's easier for her. It's easier because she's fitter. It's easier because she's just naturally more motivated than me. It's easier for her because her life is more organised. It's easier for her because she likes exercise. It's easier for her because she has more time in her life right? So these are all limitations that we put on ourselves because we're telling ourselves we don't have the time or we hate doing the exercise or we can't do a certain exercise or we do the whole comparison thing and we look at somebody else and we just assume that they're doing it because life must just be easier for them. It must just be easier for them to do the thing. And the reason that this is happening is because our ego is running the show and our ego loves to be proved right. So, you know, we will do everything in our power to keep arguing for those limitations and to keep absolutely proving that we are right. That when we say that we don't have the time to work out, that we are right. Our ego wants that to be correct. Okay. So it will do everything in its power to make sure that we keep having things coming up that mean that we don't have the time. Okay. We keep creating stuff keeps happening so that we don't have the time because ego loves to be proved right. Okay. So when I talk about ego, I am not talking about kind of, you know, somebody with a big ego. What I'm actually talking about is that sort of part of yourself that you've created through all of the stories that you believe to be true about yourself. Okay. So our ego is the thing that often runs the show for us. Like it's our thinking self. It's who we tell ourselves that we are without question based on the stories that we've told ourselves and based on the evidence that we've built for ourselves in the past. Okay. So when I'm talking about ego, that's what I mean. So don't sit there going, oh, but I don't have an ego. We've all got an ego. Okay. Our ego is not the big ego thing. It is this like, this is who we tell ourselves. We don't question these things about ourselves. We just assume that they're true because we will look back and we will find loads and loads and loads of evidence as to why this isn't true. So when we think we don't have time to work out, for example, we'll keep looking for things that prove us to be right. We'll ignore anything that proves us to be wrong and we will hone in on, well, I'm right because of this and I'm right because of this and I'm right because of this. Okay. So that's what our ego is doing to us all the time. It is, it is arguing for our limitations and it's saying, 
this is true because, and it will go out there and it will find evidence to keep backing you up over and over and over again and to keep proving you right. Okay. So, you know, what then happens is that we will find, you know, when we say that we're too busy, we'll keep finding stuff that needs to be done. And we're like, well, I need to do the washing first and I need to tidy this up first. and I need to pick the kids up first. and I need to do this first and I need to do that first, right? We'll keep finding things that are keeping us busy all the time. And this is not to say that, you know, there aren't busy things in our lives, but I think that we often do go out there and almost find stuff without even realising that we're doing it. And maybe we will go to a couple of classes and we'll find them really, really hard because we haven't exercised for ages. And that's going to prove to us that we do indeed hate exercise. We're like, well, I knew it. I knew that I wouldn't, wasn't going to enjoy this. I knew it was going to be really hard. I knew I hated it. And then so we stopped doing it. We stopped going and trying because we proved to ourselves I hate exercise. And then we'll add that on to all of the other times in the past where we've done the same thing and we've proved to ourselves that indeed we do hate exercise. You know, we'll keep telling ourselves that the only possible way to stay motivated is to go out to a class. Even when we keep looking for classes and we're like, well, I can't make that one because I'll be at work and I can't make that one because my other half won't be home yet. And I can't make that one because my child has this club that I need to take them to. And I'll be looking at that. Well, you see, I can't go to a class. So there's no possible way that I can be motivated to do exercise. There's no point in even trying, right? We won't even try to do a press up to prove that we can't, in fact, do press ups. That's like the ultimate, isn't it? It's like, oh, my upper body's really weak. I can't do press ups. And so I'll say, well, when was the last time you tried? Well, I, I, I've never really tried because my upper body's really weak and I can't do press ups. Like, well, do you know what? If you don't try, it's never going to happen. Right. We all know that, you know, you're not going to get down on the floor and do a full press up straight off. Of course you're not. But you can train yourself to get into that position. It might take a little bit of time and effort, but you can absolutely do that. But we tell ourselves, I can't do press ups. They're too hard. I've tried them before. Couldn't do them. And so therefore, it's not possible for me. And we'll keep making up all of the different reasons why somebody else has it so much easier than us. And in that case, particularly, we are literally making up stories in our own head when we're looking at somebody else and going, well, it's all right for her because she's got more time. It's all right for her because she's not working as much as me. It's all right for her because. And those are literally made up stories that probably aren't even true because we don't know. We don't live that person's life and we don't know what is going on for them. And it might be just as hard for them to fit it in, but they found different ways of doing it, right? But again, we'll make up those stories because they they prove to us and we're like, well, it, it's just easier for her. It just is. So I can't possibly do it because it's too hard for me. And so we keep making those stories up and we are masters at this. We are masters because our ego is running the show. Our thinking mind, our conscious mind is running the show and it is constantly creating stories and reasons that we can't do certain things. It is constantly arguing for our limitations in those different areas. Yeah. And it's creating those stories that prove us to be right about ourselves because it feels good to be right, doesn't it? You know, even if we've told ourselves, oh, I'd love to exercise more. Actually, when we prove ourselves right, we're like, well, I couldn't do it today because I was, I ended up running around all over the place. And I had all of these things to do. And even though you might feel frustrated in the moment, there's something at a different level that's going on that actually is like, yeah, see? told you. I feel good. It's like when you tell your other half something and they don't believe you or they kind of go, yeah, 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 whatever. And then it turns out to be right. And you're like, see, I told you. That's what's going on within you all of the time. See, I told you. I told you. You couldn't do it. 
And we just, we love to be right. We love to be right about these made up limitations that we have created for ourselves. You know, so even when on one level you're telling yourself you want to do something, on another level, our ego just keeps feeding us the stories and saying, ah, but don't you remember that time that that happened? And don't you remember the time that that happened? And don't you remember the time that that happened? And it keeps feeding those to you because they keep backing you up and backing you up and backing you up. And like I say, we're often selective about these stories as well. We don't remember the times that we might have gone out and, I don't know, played a game with some friends and we were running around and we were out of breath and we were really enjoying it. Yeah, we won't remember that. We'll remember the time that we went to that really hard class when we hadn't exercised for ages and we found it really flipping hard and we hated it. And we wanted to leave after five minutes, right? So that's those are the stories that we'll keep feeding ourselves. And as you've probably guessed by now, all of this, all of these limitations that we are arguing for all the time have an amazing ability to keep us stuck, an amazing ability to keep us feeling like we are never able to move forwards, yeah? Because we keep just get harking back to the stuff that we believe to be true, okay? And it's all going on in our heads as well. Of course, there are certain things that are true, like it's really hard to go and do an exercise class when you've not done one for ages. Of course it is. But it does get easier as you get used to it. And we've got loads of stuff going on in our lives and we're really busy. Yeah, of course we are. That doesn't mean that we can't create some time for ourselves and we can't create some time to do things for ourselves. So, you know, for example, <laughs> this has shown up in my own life with pull-ups. I don't know, you may, you probably follow different accounts online to me, but I follow all these accounts where, you know, I, I keep seeing people on Instagram doing pull-ups all the time. And I'm like, I can't do a pull-up. Why can't I do a pull-up? It's like, well, number one, you've never tried love. You know, I'm really, really, really far away from being able to do a pull-up. And, you know, I could let that tell me that. I can't do a pull-up. And then I will never even give myself the chance to try it. I won't even begin to train my body to be able to do a pull-up. But we all know the truth of the matter is that if I want to do a pull-up, then I can do a pull-up. Will I be able to do it straight away? No, of course not. But will I be able to do it if I put in the right training and if I give it a little bit of time and if I give it a little bit of patience? Yes. You know, and is it impossible for me and easier for somebody else? No. Absolutely not. It may be a bit easier for a guy, for example, because they have more upper body strength, but it's no easier for another woman to do a pull-up than it is for me to do a pull-up. It's just that I have not put in the training that would allow me to do that thing. And if I do that training, and if I if I allow myself the possibility that one day I can do a pull-up, then you know, you can bet your bottom dollar that I will be able to do that pull-up one day. Because I will tell myself a different story. Instead of telling myself the story of yeah, I can't do pull-ups and keep proving it to myself over and over again by going to the pull-up bar, having a go and going, see, can't do it. Ego gets proved right. Ego feels good. <laughs> I feel good because I've been proved right. Whereas in fact, the uncomfortable truth for me is that if I want to do a pull-up, I can do a pull-up. I just need to put the time and the training in to do that thing. So that's just a little example from my own life. <laughs> a little uh, limitation that I'm trying to overcome and where I'm trying to create some new stories for myself. And probably by now, you've already started to get a sense of where you might be fighting for limitations within your life. So what are those things? What are the stories that you keep telling yourself about those limitations that you at the moment are taking as absolute fact? You know, particularly in areas where you would like to make some changes or you would like to do something in particular for yourself, but where your basic assumption is, I can't do it because 
So hopefully you've started to come up with a couple of those now because you need to identify what those things are. You need to identify those areas where you're arguing for your limitations before you can start to overcome this. So how do we do this? Well, it's actually really simple. Number one, I've already said, identify the limitation that you want to overcome. What is that thing? What is that, you know, do you keep telling yourself, God, I really do want to get into regular exercise, but, okay? So what? Where? where is the thing that there's always a but? I would love to do that, but identify that thing, right? So that's number one. That should be relatively easy because we've all got a few. We've definitely all got a few. Number two, identify the stories that are going around that. So for example, I would love to exercise regularly, but I'm too busy and I just don't have the time for it at the moment. Or I'd love to be able to do a press up, but my upper body's too weak and I can't possibly do that. So what are the stories that you're telling yourself? What are the stories that you've created? Because these are created by you. Okay, they are not the absolute truth, right? They just aren't. They are stories that have been created by you. So identify what those are. And then start to create some new stories. So get clear, get really clear on how you can start to look at things differently, how you can start to create some new stories. So for example, if your thing at the moment, your limitation is, I can't exercise regularly, or I'd love to exercise regularly, but I'm too busy, then how about trying out things like, however, I could do a 10 minute workout a couple of times a week to get started. And we we kind of resist that because we're like, what's the point? I'm not going to achieve anything in 10 minutes a week. But you are because you start what you start achieving for yourself is some new stories that say, oh, you see, actually, I can create some time for myself. It's not true that I can't do anything at all. I can find two 10-minute slots in my week to do a workout, right? So you start to you start to create a new story and you start to build a new habit. So maybe it could be that. Maybe it could be, actually, I need to think about delegating tasks around the house to other people rather than trying to do it all myself. And this is definitely, you know, as women, this is definitely something we fall into. Like, well, I've, I've got this to do and that to do and the other to do, right? And sometimes you just need to take a step back and go, why am I doing all of this? Where's everybody else in this? What things can other people do for me that's going to free up that 10 minutes a couple of times a week so that I can go do that workout, right? So maybe it's that. Maybe it's allowing yourself to let go of perfectionist tendencies around doing all the work before you allow yourself to do anything for yourself. And again, we're all really good at doing this, aren't we? We're like, well, before I do the exercise, I've got to get that washed on and I've got to uh, finish that work project and I've got to do that call with work and I've got to pop out to the supermarket and pick up these things and I've got to do that and that and that. And then when I've done all of that, then I'll allow myself to do a workout, right? So does it have to be that way? Or could we put that workout a little bit higher up the list? Can we let go of those perfectionist tendencies around having to get having to have everything else perfect before you are allowed to do anything for yourself? Could you see where you could take some time out in your workday to get moving? Because believe me, there is nothing that drains you of, of kind of focus and energy more than sitting at your desk for eight hours and not moving. You actually will find that you have more energy, you're more focused if you get up and do a half hour workout at lunchtime than if you just keep sitting at your desk all day. You'll get just as much done, if not more. Because I know that when I do it, I get more done and I'm more focused because I have that little you know, window in the middle of the day where I just leave my desk, I go do a workout and then I'm refreshed and I'm ready to do more. So I actually get more done rather than sitting there going, oh, I can't possibly leave the desk. Got too much to do, too much to do, too much to do, right? So could you see things differently there? Could you look at other things which are taking up your time, like scrolling on your phone? Uh, and again, we all do it, right? We all sit there, scroll 10, 
15, 20 minutes, time has kind of disappeared. We're using that to relax us, which is fine. But if you are sitting there scrolling on your phone for 15 minutes every day and then going, but I don't have time to work out, is that true? Or could you reassign that time a little bit better? You could try some time management techniques to start creating more space in your life. So if you have a look online for time management techniques, you're bound to find one that will help you to create a bit more space and a bit more time. Could you stop saying yes to everybody? Stop trying to look after everybody else all the time. So there are usually loads of different areas where we could start to see that space, create some time, create that new story for ourselves. You know, if it if it was, I'd love to do a press up, but my upper body's too weak. Well, your new story is, well, actually, I just need to start with some wool press ups and build myself up from there. Okay, so create that new story for yourself because the old stories are not working. The old stories aren't helping you. The old stories are keeping you stuck in the same place, doing the same things over and over and over again. And if you want to move forward, if you want to do something different for yourself, you have got to create new stories and you've got to start doing those things so that you can start to go, okay, well, I'm, I'm beginning to build up this bank of evidence that says, actually, I can do this thing. If I do the right things and if I change this, then I can do this thing. And then you're going to have to keep reminding yourself of the new story because your ego will keep trying to take over and say, really not sure about this. I really do think that you should go and look at the old stories because they're the ones that are true. And it's going to keep doing that until you've built up enough evidence to tell you otherwise, right? So you're going to have to just be very aware, aware of what ego is trying to tell you and what ego is trying to do for you. So how does that sit with you? Are you sitting there thinking, oh yeah, I've got these limitations that I'm arguing for at the moment. I've got these things which are making me feel stuck. And like I say, this could be any area of your life. Like I've obviously used the, you know, no time to exercise example a lot here today, but this can be in all sorts of areas. You know, I get this with my business, you know, assuming that there are certain things I can't do. And it's not true. It's just that, you know, I've maybe tried something similar a few times and it hasn't quite worked. So now I need to tell myself a new story about why it will work this time, right? So be really honest with yourself about this one because it, the only way that you can overcome ego, that you can overcome those limitations that your ego is arguing for is to start seeing that there can be another way and is to be really, really, really honest with yourself. And like I say, we can get a bit defensive. We can go, but it is true. It's totally true. There's no, There's absolutely no way that I can find the time, all right? I re- I'm, I'm going to challenge you to challenge that within yourself and to sit there and have a think about, okay, what are a couple of different ways that I can see this? What are a couple of new stories that I can tell myself instead? Because I promise you that when you get started with this, when you start to see a little bit more clearly what those stories are you've been telling yourself and you start changing them, then you really, really can start to smash through a few blocks and stop feeling so stuck with stuff. So, Good luck with that. And as always, do let me know how you get on via my social media channels at Alex Chickfits. And I will love you and leave you there. Have an amazing week and I'll see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chickfit and I'll see you again next time.